Welcome to the Toasty Kettle Podcast, where we help you connect with the past through food. My name is James, I'm your host, and today is episode 82. As always, if you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe to the show. That way you'll never miss an episode, and it will really help boost the show in the rankings, which will help other people find us. Today we're going to talk all about Domino's Pizza. So let's go back to the beginning. Domino's Pizza Inc. got its start in 1960 when two brothers, Tom and James Monaghan, purchased a local pizza pizza joint called Dominic's. Back in 1960, all they needed was a $500 down payment, and they were in business. They borrowed $900 to complete their payment for the store. Tom threw himself into the business working long hours James, on the other hand, was very content to keep his job as a postal worker and didn't like all his free time being tied up in the business, so he sold his half of the business to Tom for the Volkswagen Beetle they were using to make deliveries. Seems like a fair trade. (laughs) By 1965, Tom had purchased two additional pizza shops. Tom really wanted to have all three of his locations have the same name and branding, However, the previous owner of Dominic's would not allow Tom to use the Dominic's name on these other locations that he had acquired. One day, an employee, Jim Kennedy, came back from a pizza delivery and pitched an idea to Tom. They should call the pizza business Domino's. Tom loved the idea and in 1965 officially renamed the fledgling pizza empire Domino's Pizza Inc., Originally, the company logo had three dots, one dot for each location. However, Tom wanted to add a dot to the logo for each additional location they would add in the future. He quickly abandoned that idea because of the rapid growth they began to experience as a company. Uh, To put that in perspective, today that would be quite the logo. So many dots. In 1967, they began franchising their pizza concept which led to that explosive growth. By 1978, Tom had expanded to over 200 locations. In 1975, Amstar Corporation took Domino's to court over a trademark dispute. Amstar was the maker of Domino Sugar, and they felt that Domino's was infringing on their trademark name. A judge disagreed and actually awarded Domino's Pizza the victory. Tom Monaghan decided to retire from the business in 1998 after 38 years of owning the business. He sold 93% of the company to Bain Capital Inc. for $1 billion. And it's just incredible to me that he was able to turn that $500 down payment into a billion dollars. Also makes me wonder if James regretted the trade he made for that Volkswagen. In 2012, Domino's Pizza Inc. changed their name to just Domino's. They also changed up their logo by dropping the Domino's Pizza from the name and logo. They wanted to make it clear to the world that Domino's was more than just pizza. So let's talk about the pizza. Growing up, Domino's was my least favorite pizza of the popular chains out there. 
I felt like it tasted a lot like cardboard that had sauce and cheese on top. I can't blame Domino's for sticking with what worked. However, it wasn't working for me. In the early years, Domino's had a very simple menu compared to other pizza places. They had one style of crust that came in two sizes, a 12-inch and a 16-inch, as well as 11 toppings. In 1989, Domino's deviated from their simple menu by adding the deep dish pizza, and that launch cost the company $25 million. $15 million of that was purchasing the new pans needed to bake the pizza. The early 2000s, Domino's went on a roll with a variety of new menu items. January 2000 brought the Philly Cheesesteak Specialty Pizza, and in 2006, they launched one of my personal favorites, the Brooklyn-style crust. It was a thinner crust with larger slices that you can fold, just like you're in New York. (laughs) No one in New York get mad at that comment. (laughs) In 2008, Domino's launched their first non-pizza item, the Toasty Oven Baked Sandwich. Uh, Now, that's, of course, not counting breadsticks. That was the true first non-pizza item, but deviating from the pizza and breadsticks to something completely different, a whole new lane, an oven-baked sandwich. Overnight, they became one of the world's largest sandwich delivery restaurants, and it was no secret that they launched these sandwiches in an effort to take on Subway. They even offered free subs to anyone named Jared, for a special promotion. (laughs) 2009 brought penne pasta that was served in a bread bowl, as well as a lava crunch cake to the menu. And the bread bowl brought out a fresh round of criticism for the chain. After all, who in their right mind puts pasta in a bread bowl? Now, in 2009, there was a survey of consumer taste preferences among national chains, Uh, to determine what consumers actually liked. And Domino's ranked dead last on the survey, tied with Chuck E. Cheese's. Ouch. (laughs) They then launched a self-deprecating campaign where customers were filmed talking about how lousy Domino's pizza was. These ads also showed chefs busy at work in the kitchen developing a new pizza recipe. Now, it takes a big person to admit that you're wrong. In December of 2009, Domino's launched their new pizza recipe. They officially admitted to the world that their existing recipe was indeed lousy. Such a dramatic redo has almost been unheard of. It really doesn't happen a whole lot. Companies usually stick with what works. This change worked very well. This is when I stopped viewing Domino's as lousy cardboard topped with sauce and cheese and instead viewed them as a legit contender in the pizza space. 2012 saw Domino's add the pan pizza to their menu. And many times, if you add a new item to a menu permanently, then that means something else has to go. The sacrificial lamb here was the deep dish pizza that got the axe after 23 years of being on the menu. I feel like this is as good a time as any to talk about the Noid. Now, Domino's has had some pretty interesting marketing over the years. The Noid seems to take the cake. This was Domino's marketing mascot. He was introduced in 1986. 
However, this mascot was short-lived. In January 1989, Kenneth Lamar Noid felt that Domino's had stolen his name and likeness in creating the Noid. He entered a Domino's restaurant in Chambly, Georgia, armed with a handgun. He held two employees hostage for over five hours. He told his hostages that Tom Monaghan and Domino's had stolen his name. He forced them to call Domino's headquarters to demand $100,000 and a white limo for his getaway transportation. After five hours of standoff, Noid got hungry and forced the employees to make him some pizza. While he was enjoying a fresh, hot Domino's pizza, he set his gun down. The employees took advantage of the distraction and escaped. Noid then surrendered to police. He was charged with kidnapping aggravated assault, extortion, and possession of a firearm during a crime. After the incident, police chief Reed Miller told reporters, he's paranoid. <laughs> Noid was acquitted due to insanity and spent time in a mental institution before committing suicide in February 1995. Domino's discontinued Noid after this incident. However, they claimed that the hostage situation was not the reason for discontinuing the mascot. So was Noid's early retirement a coincidence? I don't know. You tell me. I personally don't think so. Another botched marketing campaign happened in 1973. Domino's unveiled a 30-minute guarantee. The rules were simple. If you order a Domino's pizza and Domino's can't deliver your pizza to you within 30 minutes of when the order was placed, then the pizza's free. In 1987, they changed the guarantee to $3 off. In 1992, Domino settled a lawsuit that was brought by the family of an Indiana woman who was killed by a speeding Domino's delivery driver. They paid the family $2.8 million. In 1993, another lawsuit was brought by a woman who was injured when a Domino's delivery driver ran a red light and collided with her vehicle. A jury awarded her $80 million, but accepted a payout of $15 million. Domino's dropped the guarantee that same year due to a perception of reckless driving and irresponsibility. I never knew there was so much low-hanging fruit for botched Domino's promotions. So let's talk about another one. <laughs> the last one I want to hit today was when Domino's experienced a glitch on their website that resulted in 11,000 free pizzas being claimed by customers. In 2008, Domino's had planned a promotion for free pizza when using the promo code BAILOUT. However, they scrapped the idea and never promoted it. However, the promo code to redeem the free pizza was never deactivated. In March of 2009, a random customer got lucky and typed BAILOUT in the promo code field, and was awarded a free pizza. He was likely experiencing some dramatic low in life that led him to, one, order Domino's pizza, and two, type bail out in the promo code field. Perhaps he was looking for a bailout from the average pizza he was about to consume. But nonetheless, he was totally jazzed and ecstatic to find out that he was given a free pizza. 
the news spread like wildfire online and Domino's was quick getting the promo code disabled. However, they weren't quick enough. (laughs) They weren't able to disable it before they gave away 11,000 free pizzas. Corporate had to reimburse all of their franchisees for those free pizzas. Domino's has definitely become an interesting pizza chain over the years. From reworking their pizza recipe to becoming a robust online technology solution to pizza, they never stop surprising me. One surprise I found came as I was researching for this episode. Do you want to know something about Domino's that will blow your mind? Domino's.com has a Domino's wedding registry. I had no clue something like this existed, much less that there is actually demand for such a thing. You might be wondering what on earth does a Domino's wedding registry even look like? Well, you can have wedding guests purchase a variety of pizza packages. These include a 2 a.m. bachelor party feast or a one more slice before I do package. You can also get a post-honeymoon adjustment to real life package and a married but chill package, among others. (laughs) So, love it. I just, I had to include it when I saw it on the website. (laughs) That's almost everything I have for you today. Before I wrap up, I do have some fun facts. It's been a few episodes since getting some fun facts, so buckle up. (laughs) Now, did you know there are more than 34 million ways to customize a Domino's pizza? That's a far cry, a big leap forward from the two crust sizes and 11 toppings from when they first launched. Pepperoni is the most popular Domino's pizza topping in the United States. Domino's world fastest pizza maker, Werner Lomker, can make three large pizzas in just 47.56 seconds. More than 94% of the Domino's locations you will see in the U.S. are franchise locations. There are 760 independent franchise owners among Domino's owners, and 95% of those started as delivery drivers, pizza makers, or hourly employees. One thing we didn't cover in this episode is that Domino's has a vast international presence. Domino's stores internationally sell 3 million pizzas a day. Domino's operates 17,800 stores in more than 90 countries. More than half of Domino's sales come from outside the U.S. New Year's Eve and Halloween are the two busiest days for Domino's each year. And on Super Bowl Sunday, Domino's sells around 2 million pizzas in the U.S. Domino's is very tech-forward. They boast 11 ways to use technology to order pizza. Like I said, they're almost more a tech company these days than a pizza company. And in 2020, more than 70% of Domino's sales came from online orders. Well, that's officially all I have for you today. I hope that you enjoyed learning something about Domino's And if you like what you heard, make sure you, again, subscribe to the show. Make sure you check out our show notes and recipes at ToastyKettle.com. You can also follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ToastyKettle. Until next week.